0: Defender fans, we're getting closer to the 2022-23 Athletics season. It's just right around the corner. In fact, we have two teams reporting to camp this week as both soccer programs start practice uh, mid midweek, I guess, uh, this Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, as they prepare for their first preseason games, Last week, we talked to the uh, head women's coach, Alex Durbin. Today's guest will be Ryan Gressy. He is the head coach of the Defender Men's Soccer Program. Ryan, thanks for joining us. I guess the first question is, uh, coming off of a summer Talk to us about what some of your responsibilities are over the summer. I know that we look to get a break, but uh, uh, coaching, it never really stops in terms of recruiting and some responsibilities. So what did you do this summer in terms of the men's soccer program? I think um, different from past, we tried
1: to instill more accountability this summer um, and make that quantitative. Um, So between me and Bordeaux and our captains. And um, we'd have kind of rotating small group leaders every week. So we try to keep up with it that way. So each Monday, I would send an email out. Um, It would have updates on forms, uh, scheduling, small groups would change each week, um, fitness documents, and then try to put together some quotes or a podcast for the guys to touch on uh, before the next week. And then on top of that, we would have a captain's meeting each week So I could kind of uh, keep a pulse on how the team was doing, if there was anybody struggling, um, anybody we need to pray for, injuries. Um, So that was really great. Um, And Then I tried to rotate a text group every two or three weeks of guys on the team um, just to follow up and see how their summers were going. So we had touch points uh, for contact. Um, So they felt comfortable either coming into the program or with what we were doing and um, what expectations were, and we could also ask how their summers were going, what they were doing, um, maybe where, where they were interning, however that kind of looked. So um, it was good, honestly. Um, and then you throw in recruiting a little bit of that. We were on the road a bit. Uh, we had a camp at the end of the summer, and thankfully at the end of June, my wife and I got away, and we were able to kind of shut everything down for a week. But outside of that, we kept we kept relatively busy.
0: What are your expectations for the players? Is it more you got to stay fit, guys? You got to come uh, once preseason hits. You got to be fit, or is there also an expectation uh, about um, you know work with the ball, ball uh, skills, individual development, and maybe get involved in some leagues wherever they're from?
1: I'd say they kind of go hand in hand. Fitness definitely is key. We show up tomorrow and um, we start training Wednesday, and then we play Morningside on Saturday. So um, you're very likely to injure yourself if you haven't done what you've needed to over the summer to build your base. Um, On top of that, I think we had, we have 31 arriving. I would say we had half of them at least were in some sort of league um, over the summer. We had a few guys play MPSL, UPSL. Um, The guys overseas were still kind of ending a season and then starting another preseason with a different team. Um, And then you throw in the other various guys that were involved in, like, local leagues. So that was really good for us this year in terms of just participation and trying to to build for, for this week.
0: One of the things you did this summer was you hired an assistant coach, familiar face, as he was part of the program the last couple of years as well. You secured Eric Bordeaux as a, as, a, as your assistant. Talk about what Eric means to the program.
1: Yeah, excited to have Eric back. You know, off mic, we've talked about this quite a bit, but he's been a piece of building. You know, first off, when I came in as a GA, he was a senior, and i um, we got to experience all of the change together, you know, alongside Mac that first year, and just trying to navigate what college coaching looks like, because um, it was all very new to us. So we've kind of built everything from from the ground up. It was, it was new. Um, so he does a lot off the field that I think a lot of people just don't recognize in terms of our character development meetings, um, technical work he will help us with game analysis um, and he likes to push everybody forward you know i think he's grown a lot in the last few years and that kind of directly goes hand in hand with where our team has been to we've all grown we've all learned a lot of things and uh, what works and maybe what doesn't and also trying to promote the defender way and who we are and he's a great addition to continue that forward. I hope that does justice. Um, We are both really excited to have him back and the guys are as well.
0: Across the way, uh, the American state bank sports complex continues to be built set to open uh, later on this year or early next year. And I think you'll have some duties or some responsibilities with that. And also it's going to impact your program too. A nice space for you to play and practice, especially in the spring. What, what do you see as the impact of that? And what are your roles and responsibilities with that new complex? Yeah, so Kerry was
1: hired uh, early June. We've been meeting every every Monday, actually right after this, uh, to talk through programming and how we can get groups involved, how we can get the community involved, what the grand picture looks like. And um, between uh, myself, Durbin, Bacon, Zomer, and, and Carrie, we really try to get the full experience and try to make sure programming is done and again we talk about building the program and doing things for a first time Um, really trying to bounce ideas off each other uh, so we can keep it uh, busy populated and um, make sure that everybody gets the experience uh, because I think it's a game changer Uh, correct me if I'm wrong it's the second biggest dome in Iowa and Iowa's the University of Iowa is the biggest right so The type of impact that this thing can have for our community, uh, for our university and surrounding areas, Um, not to mention even our own programs, it's going to be really exciting. And it'll change a lot of how we can do things, particularly in those uh, winter months when there's uh, snow on the ground or you walk outside and there's maybe a negative 20 wind chill. Uh, So uh, we're, we're excited for it.
0: You look at your roster, and there's lots of experience coming back. A lot of your players, I think uh, three or four seniors that played regularly are gone, but that means you bring back nearly your entire roster from last year. Talk about some of that experience that's coming back and what that means to your team.
1: Yeah, um, let me think. So last year we graduated Nolan, CJ. Um, They're both doing well. Nolan's in Chicago working for Lou Bunny, and CJ's still not too far away. He's up, I think, in Worthington. Um, so it's been nice to keep up with those two. This year, uh, Clay, Nate, and Ash will be the three seniors that will be returning to the varsity team. Um, but experience in general is really good. So I'm trying to think who's still there. We have 15 guys, I think, uh, when we talked, that had some sort of uh, time last fall. And then a couple that came in the spring that kind of already have been integrated, uh, implemented out to what we're trying to do, where the program is going, how we want to play. Um, and that's what we spent a lot of our spring on of just hashing some of those things out and trying to do it um, in more depth. So yeah, we're excited. I think experience is good. We've been young for the last, I feel like two years. Um, we still have a, a pretty big freshman class, um, but a lot of those guys um, have had the opportunity to grow up in the program, and now those, those players in particular, um, junior, senior class, have the opportunity to, to lead, to step up, to bring those younger guys along, put arm over the shoulder, and um, really show them what, what it is to be a student-athlete at Dort and um, help them get integrated into the community here.
0: We were talking just before we went on the air, and uh, even though you have plenty of experience back, it is a young roster. You're talking about lots of sophomores, uh, a big freshman class, some juniors, and and so there is still some youth, and uh, with that, uh, you got to be excited for the future of this program too. Oh, definitely. Um, I
1: think consistency will be the challenge. We do have a lot of young guys who are really talented, but – college soccer and the gpac in particular are very difficult um Mm -hmm. you know there was a time where i came in and it was kind of like two or three teams ran the conference and now every conference game you show up anybody can upset anybody um so you really have to be on the same wavelength um, and consistent throughout the season and the teams that are are typically the ones that are still floating around at the end with an opportunity to play in the postseason
0: I look at the numbers and you got three guys and I'll just name them uh, Blake Hanson, Phil and uh, Ethan, not, they did a lot of your goal scoring last year and all three of those guys returned. So offensively you have some pieces there to work with. We do. And I think, you know, we talked about Tyson off air. We've also brought in
1: a few players that we think uh, can hopefully balance the load for us. You know, uh, we can't just depend on three guys to do all of the heavy lifting but um, you know, for whatever reason, sometimes you come across injury or, um, you kind of run through a dry patch and you need some confidence. Um, having other people that can help with the output or help in creating chances can make a difference, you know, and on the flip side of that defensively, we have to get a lot better. I think the last few years we've, um, defensively not looked good in transition. So one, it's addressing that problem. And and then two, it's, can we create more chances and can we take the load off those two or three guys that you know really were our output last year so we can spread the load around and hopefully have a more balanced front
0: going forward. So let's talk about some of the logistics of this week. This is your preseason week. Uh, many of your athletes are on campus. I saw quite a few of them at our church yesterday, and it was good to see them there. How many guys are you bringing in this week, and when do activities start for your team? There are 31. Um, We start checking in
1: tomorrow morning. And then we have the group lunch at noon, uh, which will be exciting. And then tomorrow afternoon, they're going through Sparta Science. And so we have baselines on everybody, where they're at, um, and have some scores put in so our ATs and and Kyle Van White can look at those numbers. And then um, we have a team meeting right after dinner. And then we'll jump right into the fitness test tomorrow night. So... Busy first day, um, but after that, I'd say it's more of a consistent flow of we'll have training in the morning, um, after breakfast, then we have lunch, team meeting to go over kind of um, our principles and methodology and where we want to go, and then dinner and the evening, we'll have another training session up until Saturday, and um, yeah, that will be the first challenge to see where some gaps are, hopefully, before we play our first official game.
0: Saturday is a, a scrimmage against Morningside. That is home, I believe. Yep. And what time would that be for our fans out there? Uh, four o'clock is the plan. Okay. And then, so that's the first competition, and then a short turnaround. Then you had to make a trip out to Colorado for uh, the actual season starting.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think this time next week uh, we'll, we'll be uh, do some final preparations before we travel
0: out there. What would you say the Defender Men's Soccer Program philosophy is? If you had to just kind of describe how you play maybe a certain formation or what are some characteristics that you would like?
1: Yes. So let me unpack this a little bit from the character side and then I'll lead into how it kind of overlaps into playing. So through the spring, we did a lot of character development with our guys. Um, James Clear, Atomic Habits was kind of our point of the spring and we challenged our players, who do you want to become? You know, What do you want to represent um, as individuals? And we gave them challenges to build forward of, uh, maybe I want to be better in my quiet time. Maybe I want to hydrate better. Um, some guys wanted to have assignments done 24 hours before class, and then every coach met with them on a biweekly basis, trying to keep them accountable for what, what they wanted to change in their own lives. So towards the end of the semester in April, uh, when we started playing spring games, we challenged them to, okay, what do we want to represent as a team? Um, not just you, but collectively, when we step on the pitch for Dort, what do we want to look like? So there are four like core principles that they came up with, um, brotherhood, industriousness, integrity, and discipline. Um, and there are subsections to all of those things of like, this is how we want to do it. When we step on the field, we want to look like a Christian program, we want to act in a certain manner that looks different than other teams um, but we also really want to work hard and uh, we want to do that through a lens of discipline so when you watch our team play I hope that you see those principles come out Um, we are going to build off of a back three this season um, and play with a double pivot and those five are a lot of responsible for building attacks um, and what what that looks like (laughs) We are then looking to identify numerical advantages or super superiority um, after hopefully having some possession of the ball to break teams down and create overloads just to create some attacks. So on that front, hopefully more discipline, balance. Uh, I think we've been more transition-based in past. Um, there will be some growing pains with that, obviously, um, but having the spring to springboard everything was really good in that front. Defensively, uh, we're trying to be more sound, probably step off of you know flying around the pitch, high press, um, and then be a little bit more concrete in in defense, uh, mid block type, where we're just really going to force teams to break us down, um, and everybody's going to know their assignments, and we'll, every, hopefully um, you know we're not giving too much away, but we're going to try to dictate things on our term rather than adjust things from game to game, um, at least in big sweeping motions. And there will be sometimes it looks really good, and sometimes we'll have to iron things out. But those are always uh, opportunities to grow. And where we want to go as a program is trying to identify players that can do those things, and then uh, develop them once they get
0: here, and hopefully put them into some roles that are meaningful. So if I ask you next Tuesday if if it's been a successful preseason and why, what does it have to be to be successful?
1: I think two big things, and not just for preseason but for season, is can we get those upperclassmen to cultivate relationships with the young guys and develop them and step into leadership roles? Because um, that's, a, that's a void that we have that we're trying to develop um, or had, I guess. It's gotten it's gotten substantially better since last year. And then freshmen, I think we have 14, 15 just new faces Um, Can we get them comfortable with how we want to play? Can we get them comfortable with the culture of our program and Dort? Uh, And thankfully, we have a few weeks to do that. But in one week, it's a snapshot of of what the season looks like and realizing that everything is not going to be perfect the first week or two. um, But can we start to have an identifiable style of play to go back and look at and tweak things and have conversations and put some game analysis in front of them and say, all right, well, we did not do this well. How do we... How do we create the angle, um, or a triangle or diamond to give guys more opportunities, um, maybe in possession and then defensively, are we missing assignments? Are we shifting quick enough? Um, are we closing down lanes like we need to, And then go back and just trying to build off of that for, for the players that maybe don't fully understand it yet. Um, that will be, and always is the challenge of, of the team is we are a unit. We're not one player, um, it's almost like having 11 quarterbacks you know everybody makes their own decision and there are no timeouts so uh, we really all of your a lot of your coaching is done before the game even starts